I'm going to stop the recording there because I do not want to get in trouble for copyright infringement, get sued, or whatever could come with that. So, some of you may recognize that as the theme music, the opening credits for Doctor Who. And Doctor Who is one of my favorite TV shows. I could watch it over and over again. I have watched it over and over again. So many good episodes. It really has something for everyone in that show. And that's today's topic, is Doctor Who. Um, that theme, opening credit music specifically, was from when Chris Eccleston came to play The Doctor when it was brought back as a TV series. I think that was around like 2008, 2009 maybe. I was in college. But that's from his specific season. Um, Doctor Who first premiered in 1963. It's been on TV for almost 60 years. I don't know many other shows that have been on air for almost 60 years. How wild is that? And if you can find it, you should watch it. A lot of the early episodes have gone missing, like literally missing. They don't know where they are. Um, it was first recorded in black and white. The show is about a Time Lord from the planet Gallifrey. He goes by the name The Doctor. We as a fan base do not know his real name. When he is on planet Earth or is taking a human name, he goes by the name John Smith. But otherwise, we do not know his um, name he was born with. He slash she can take many shapes. Um, they regenerate when they get a deadly blow. And so far, there have been 13 regenerations soon to be a 14th because this next doctor their time is up um the first doctor was william hartnell and then we have patrick trotton i'm probably not saying these names right and then we have john pertwee for the third doctor and then one of the more famous doctors that people may recognize is tom baker he had the scarf and a hat so when people um, dress up as the doctor, he is one that they will dress up as because he is very popular. And then the fifth doctor is Peter Davison. And a fun fact, the actor who played the 10th doctor married Pete Davison's daughter and they have a bunch of children. So it's a very small world, literally in the Doctor Who universe. And then Colin Baker took over for Peter Davidson as the sixth doctor. Then we have Sylvester McCoy as the seventh. And then in the mid nineties, there was a movie because the show had not been on air for a while. And Paul McGann played the eighth version of the doctor. And then now we get into the more current series of um, Doctor Who. Chris Eccleston played the ninth 
Regeneration, and he's probably one of my favorite. I really liked his version of it. I would love if at some point he came back to play his version of the Doctor. I guess um, behind the scenes there was a lot of animosity and tension between Chris and I don't know if it was the writers or the crew, but he only did one season and he's one of my favorite doctors. I really like all the actors they've gotten to play in the last um, 10 years of the doctor. They've all been really good, but Chris, Do- Chris Eccleston is one of my favorite. And then it's followed up by a lot of people's favorites, and he is also one of my favorites. I also like him as an actor as well. David Tennant. He is the 10th regeneration of the doctor and again in a lot of like merch he has been portrayed in he's been in a lot of the fan fictions he had some of the best um companions in the series he had a lot of really good storylines and he's also again just a good actor i like him in a lot of his other endeavors he's taken on and then when Matt Smith left, it, I mean, when Matt Smith came in as the 11th Doctor, it was devastating for a lot of people who liked David Tennant. Uh, Matt Smith was one of, or is the youngest person to portray the Doctor. And um, he was also really good too. He um, played Prince Philip in The Crown in the first two series. Um, He was also really good in that. Followed by Peter Capaldi, who I think was one of the eldest actors to portray the Doctor. He is the 13th regeneration. I really enjoyed Peter Capaldi's portrayal as the Doctor. He has great eyebrows. They get referenced a lot in his series as playing the Doctor. And then the final regeneration that we have so far... The 13th is the first woman to play the Doctor, Jodie Whittaker. And I watched one full season of hers. I did fall off watching it just because with all the other TV I watch, which is a lot, I have not played catch up, but I do have them on the DVR. The last I left off was um, she was battling the Sontarians and it was during the Crimean War. So I know where I've left off. So I just have to figure out what episodes to um to watch to play catch up. And then allegedly I've seen several posts saying that Hugh Grant might be the next doctor. I don't know how I feel about that. I would really love someone like um Eddie Izzard to play the Doctor. I think they would be great. Um, Who else? I can picture the person in my mind who I'd like to play the Doctor, but I can't. I don't know their name. And every person that has played the Doctor is from the United Kingdom. They're either Scottish or British. It's never not a person from there. It couldn't be. It's a British show. I don't want an American actor playing the Doctor. I know there are plenty of people that can do a really good British accent. 
but it should be someone who is from there, in my opinion. And I think a lot of fans would also agree. Um, during the 50th like anniversary of Doctor Who, they did a big special, and Matt Smith, who played the Doctor at the time, the current Doctor at the time, teamed up with his old regeneration, David Tennant, to defeat... It's something with a Z, and they have, like, suction cups all over them. And, um, you can Google it. It's fine. And John Hurt came in, and he played the War Doctor. And the War Doctor was a regeneration that fell between Christopher Eccleston and David Tennant's regeneration. And his character they didn't refer to because the Doctor went into a dark place and was very violent and was all about the war and ridding things and that's not necessarily the doctor's way if he doesn't have to he does not want to kill or hurt anyone but in this regeneration he did and r.i.p john hurt um christopher eccleston did not come back for that again because he was having animosity between the two but I, again, I would love for him to come back and play some form of the Doctor. And also during... <coughs> Excuse me. Also during that um, special, Tom Baker came back and did like a little role. And it was hinted that he was the Doctor, possibly. Um, but the Doctor will travel through space and time anywhere he'll go f way forward into the future where like cats are now people and talking and that's a really fun episode sorry about that i was having a coughing fit my throat was slightly dry so um as i was saying the doctor travels through space and time some of my favorite episodes are when he goes back in time. He's done like the Elizabethan era. He's gone back and done like a, a Robin Hood episode. He went to Queen Victoria's time period. Those are some of my favorite. Um, He travels around in a TARDIS. His time machine. Um, It got stuck on the police box setting. And if you don't know what a police box is, it's like the telephone boxes that I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. You know, it's a red box glass with a telephone in it. Well, this one is blue and people could open it up and ring the police if something bad was hap happening. This was all before cell phones. Wild. I know. Well, he's got stuck on the police box setting in the chameleon circuit which is what broke causing it to stay in its shape but whenever he travels no one ever really questions what a police box is they just look at it and they're like oh okay and sometimes they do question it but it's still oh okay it's never an in-depth look into like what is this tardis blue box doing in ancient Pompeii. Wild. Um, the TARDIS stands for Time and Relative Dimension in Space. It's, again, what he travels around in. It's bigger on the inside. 
And usually any companion he gets makes that reference. They walk in and they go, oh, it's bigger on the inside. And you'll see the doctor mouthing those same words. When Clara came on, she's like, oh, it's smaller on the outside, which really threw him for a loop. Um, the TARDIS is also used a lot in the merchandising that has come out of Doctor Who. I have quite a few TARDISes myself. I sometimes refer to my car as a TARDIS because it is a tiny car, but it is a lot bigger than it looks when you sit on the inside. It's got, at least if you're in the front, quite a big bit of legroom in the back. I don't know. I never sit in the back of my car. When actually I was buying my car, I almost got the darker blue of the two I could have got. Because I was like, oh my god, you know, I can call it a TARDIS because it's like, you know, bigger on the inside. I didn't. I ended up going with the lighter shade. But... It's still very much a Doctor Who vibes. It's got a Doctor Who sticker on it, kind of fading, but it did have a license plate frame that said my other car is a TARDIS, but I had to take it off because my state is a real stickler for car stuff, and um, that's really dumb because it was just a license plate frame, but whatever. That's another episode for another day. Um, when you've been traveling in the TARDIS and you go back or forward in time, if you end up in a place where they do not speak the native language, the TARDIS will like transmit waves into their brain and the companion and the doctor will just somehow start speaking whatever the language is. In an episode with David Tennant and Donna Noble, who is... I think Donna Noble is one of my favorite companions. Um, when I get to it, I'll go over who plays her. Um, they're in ancient Pompeii right before Vesuvius explodes. And spoiler alert, um, it ruins Pompeii. But most of you should know that by now. But if you don't, spoiler alert, sorry. She's talking to the locals and she's like, how do they understand me? Why do I understand them? And David Tennant explains to her it's transmitting to your brain so you're speaking the native language so she's talking to them and everything so she goes vene vire vici which is roman i think and one of the people there looks looks at her and goes we do not speak gaelic so that just assumes that when she was talking in what she assumed was the native tongue she was really speaking English when they're speaking English through the whole thing but she's actually speaking Roman I don't know it was one of the funnier moments um, from that episode also in that episode Peter Capaldi makes an appearance throughout the whole thing he's playing a Pompeii man who ends up taking the TARDIS because it's a great work of art and Pompey's exploding and he needs to leave and David Tennant usually doesn't rewrite history but he saves them and tells them to you know keep Pompey alive spread the word which is really funny because like I mentioned Capaldi plays the 12th um, regeneration of the doctor 
and it kind of gets explained when Capaldi is the doctor, like why he chose his face. It's a face he remembered. It's an important face in history. Um, Capaldi was also in a spinoff, which I'll go over at another point. So it's assumed that the doctor remembers this face and needs this face to play because he's been through a lot when he went through the regeneration between Matt Smith and Capaldi. Again, you can, it, it'd be easier if you watched the show, but I need to put this warning out there now. If you were watching the show, you can't question it. You just have to watch it because eventually it all gets explained. It either gets explained at the end of said episode you were watching or the end of the season or series as they call them that you were watching. You can't question it. I ha I've had to tell that to my mom when we watch Doctor Who, don't question it, just watch it and go with it. And at some point, all the pieces of the puzzle will come together and it gets explained. It is of, you thought Game of Thrones was confusing? Doctor Who is where it's at. And a lot of people who are on Doctor Who were also in Game of Thrones. You're welcome. Um, when I first started watching Doctor Who, it was written by Russell T. Davies, who is coming back, I believe, as a head writer. He left around Matt Smith's era, and um, Stephen Moffat came in and started writing, and Stephen Moffat's are really dark and weird. They're not my favorite. They're good, but they get very windy. Um, Russell T. Davies was more laid out. He would have a big picture at the end of the season. Stephen Moffat's were a storyline within a storyline within a storyline. It was very confusing. But like, it all came into the end because he's a time lord and can travel through space and time. So like, it it made sense, but it didn't. So it, it was weird. Um, some... Some of the Doctor's most famous adversaries are the Daleks, and they are used also a lot in the merchandising. They look like um, an upside-down metal trash can with bumps all over it, and they have a whisk for one arm and like a toilet plunger for the other. There are still many variations that have... Um, come they they get like a new update every time they come back to the series you'll go a full series and not see the Daleks but they they always come out they always come back part of the Dalek universe is Davros he's like the the head honcho he was once friends with the doctor it got explained and I'm still confused by it, but the the goal of the Daleks is to take everyone and everything out. They just want the Daleks. That's it. Um, the next would be the Cybermen, and they are robots that follow one consciousness, conscience, follow one mind. Um, so they'll take people and they'll take their brains out and throw it into a silver robot because they want to turn everyone into robots. Um, the Cybermen and Daleks do not like each other. 
The Cybermen, I think, at one point teamed up with the Doctor to help take down the Daleks because they're like, we might not like you, but we don't want the Daleks to take everyone out. Like, we just want to turn all the humans into Cybermen. Otherwise, like, everyone else is cool. And then I mentioned them before, the Santarians. They love war. They love to fight war. They love to win it. Um, they look like potatoes in astronaut suits. And that's where I've left off in Jodie Whittaker's series. So, like I said, I need to go back and play catch up. Um, I'll be sad to see her go. I really, I did like her as the doctor, uh, even though I haven't finished all the episodes that are out there. But I liked her. I've liked everyone that has come in and played the doctor. It's, it's, takes a minute to get used to them but I hate when you know someone gets replaced by another actor and people are like they're not gonna be as good I don't like it when we have not seen their rendition you can't say you don't like it if we haven't seen them acting you don't have to like the actor that's fine but I can't say I don't like their portrayal as someone if I have not seen them play said person and so far, everyone that has played the Doctor, I've thoroughly enjoyed. Um, I don't, I don't know who they're gonna play or get to play the Doctor. I'd like to see another woman. Another man would be fine. A person of color would be cool. Um, they haven't announced it yet. They haven't made an official announcement. Usually, they do a big whole um, hullabaloo about it, like during the fiftieth anniversary all the doctors come from all the different timelines in all their renditions of a police box and they like team up together and use all their police boxy doctor who power to defeat the big bad guy and they zoom in on everyone's eyes and that's how they revealed capaldi to play the doctor you see his like eyes in there looking broody and then you see his wild unkempt eyebrows and that was a really cool um um I can't think of the word that was a really cool way of showing who's gonna play the doctor I thought and then I think with Jodie Whittaker it was just announced there was no um kind of just secret but not secret really but that'll be cool to see who gets gets the part. Um, this will probably be two episodes. I could do it all in one, but I think I'm just I'm gonna split it up into two. So for now, I'll just leave it at like the basis of you know he travels, he they she travel around in a police box. There have been so far. 13 regenerations 14 if you count the war doctor so i don't know i actually i don't think they count it as 14 it goes the eighth doctor war doctor ninth doctor 10th 11th 12th 13th the war doctor doesn't have a number because i believe he was just very short-lived and then he turns into chris eccleston and so on and so forth. But um, I guess some of my favorite episodes from Eccleston's season, 
is his second episode. He takes Rose, and I'll go over the companions from the current one, to the future where the Earth is dying. Haha, <laughs> funny. Um, the Earth is literally dying, but in this, the Earth is about to be overtaken by the sun and explode. So they go so far into the future, and he and Rose watch the earth burn and they play um Britney Spears I believe it's oops I did it again and it's amazing the bad guy in that is a stretched out piece of sin um skin who needs to be moisturized that's probably one of my favorite episodes from Chris Eccleston's portrayal as the doctor and then when it comes to David Tennant's era which is iconic. He's got, he did a lot of period pieces that I really liked. Um, he went back to the Victorian era with Rose and allegedly the royal family is werewolves and they have this diamond that they needed. Um, he also, like I mentioned earlier, goes back to Pompeii Day when the volcano, you know, again spoiler alert the volcano explodes and wipes out Pompeii that was probably one of my favorite episodes um he has another companion Martha Jones I'm trying to think what episode there are a couple episodes with Martha I like oh he does a special with Martha and John Sims comes in and plays a regeneration of another adversary the doctor has and those are a really good set Martha doesn't get a lot of love and I think that's because she's pining after the doctor and the doctor went through th some shit with Rose so she's playing like I wanna what about me and the doctor's like you're my you're my friend what are you doing here um but those are some of my favorite episodes and that's all that's all for today. I have I have multiple pages written down for this. I came prepared. So the next episode of this slight again, sorry about the pops another coughing fit. I really need to drink like water before I do these things cuz it's first thing in the morning. Your girl's got a dry, raspy voice. I apologize for that. So I should really like lube up the vocal cords with a, a drink of something. Water, seltzer, tea, whatever. But on the next episode, I'll, I'll dive more into like the companions, the master, the cool gadgets he has, and um, the couple of spinoffs that have come from Doctor Who. But for now, that's my slight deep dive into Doctor Who. I hope you really enjoyed it. Um, the cover photo will be of me and a cardboard cutout I got of David Tennant on what was my 20th birthday. It was a joke, but I kept seeing it at Newbury Comics, so my mom bought it for me for my birthday. It's, it's amazing. It's a prized possession. I still have it. Maybe I should take him out, let him chill. Recreate the photo for the next episode? Yes, that's what, that's what I'm going to do. You can find me on Twitter at Schleyguy, and that's all one word, S-C-H-L-E-Y, 
Guy. And then you can find me on Instagram at Schly underscore Guy. It's a wild ride on both of them. That's all for now. Um, Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you later. Bye.